guys, you're listening to episode two of Bellybone. Welcome back. Um, this episode, I will be going into how I got into the beauty industry and how I chose to do spray tanning and the backstory on that. Um, I'll get into a little bit more on um, what helped me uh, beginning my business and how I continue to promote my business and get it out there and market it. Um, how I get in new clients in the door, um, and the steps it took to start this business. Um, a little bit of backstory. Um, I, you know, growing up as a child, I was very pale, very fair skinned. Um, everyone in my family is. Maybe there's a little bit of red in our hair too. Um, I, I totally felt that pale equaled ugly. That's how I've always felt. Um, you know, growing up in America, that's kind of the thing is being tan. Everyone wants to be dark. Everyone wants to be tan. Um, you know, stepped off the beach in your swimsuit, um, looking bronze. So I always felt that way. And I think that self image was always a problem for me, uh, growing up, um, as it is for every teenager. But I think people in general, um, the way that social media has has changed us over the past decade, really. Um, I remember when I was younger and I didn't have a cell phone or when I got one, it didn't have internet. Um, we couldn't search, you know, you didn't have it at your fingertips to see, you know, all these girls with the perfect bodies, um, swimsuit models and um, all of that. So I think that it's definitely... Um, came to the forefront in the past decade um, and made us all kind of feel that way. Um, but anywho, I, I think that, you know, growing up, I really, I wasn't happy with my skin. Um, I have fair skin, like I said, but I also have moles. And so I've always been very insecure about that. Um, you know, I started using tanning beds at a pretty young age. I decided, you know, there's this thing called tanning. I can just go in the bed for 10, 20 minutes, a couple times a week, and I will look really tan. But, you know, it's one thing to go tan when you already have color, but to be so fair and lay in a tanning bed is just not recommended. Um, it, it burns your skin, um, you know, it caused more moles to pop up. And so, and it didn't last long. My tan never lasted long. It would just go back to pale. <laughs> I would either burn or um, be tan for a little while, but I would go all the time. And I started in middle school and then I would go in high school as well. Um, me and my friends would go to the, you know, tanning place and they did nails there. So we would tan and get our nails done. And it was a routine for me. Um, definitely a routine uh, laying in a tanning bed. But um, I also used fake tanner growing up. I, um, you know, would buy it in the bottle at the grocery store and I would, you know, use my hand, put on a glove um, and do that often. My sister would do it for me. She's older and she would, you know, help me get my backside and, and self tan me because she used it as well. Um, we lived in Seattle, so a lot of the time there was no sun. 
Um, you couldn't go out and lay out really unless it was summertime. And, you know, we did that too. We would go lay out in the summer um, and try to um, get as much sun as possible. But besides that, you know, all we had was the tanning beds and a uh, self-tanner. So we would do that growing up. Um, there's not much sun there. So, you know, it became an addiction for me, I think, um, going in a tanning bed. And I think that it's just like drugs or alcohol or gambling or, you know, all the others is that it makes you feel good at the time. And, you know, it would give you that boost of vitamin D and you'd look and feel better about yourself. And it just became an addiction. And I would go all the time. I remember once when I went and, um, my mom asked me, you know, are you going tanning? And I said, no. And I lied to her. And then once I came out of the tanning bed, there she was sitting in the lobby, um, just looking so angry at me. And, um, she was very upset about it. But then later, you know, she would go tanning, you know, you know, as I got older, um, she would go a couple times and it became the normal, I think. Um, I also had won a free year of tanning. Um, I did, I used to do swimsuit contests, you know, at these bars and you would win, you know, tanning and you would win, you know, money and, and gift certificates and stuff like that. And I would win free tanning memberships. And so I remember once I won a whole free year of tanning in one of the high, high pressure beds. And so I would go all the time, you know, and I looked very tan, but it was not natural. And my skin just hated me. My skin was just so mad. Um, but anyways, I moved to California in 2010. Um, and I, really noticed, you know, at that time I was in my early 20s, I started to notice that I was having bad acne and it was starting to hit me, you know, that early 20, mid 20s um, acne. And so I went to the dermatologist. Well, when I went to my appointments, you know, they were definitely more concerned about my moles over my acne. And they were saying, have you been checked? Have you gone you know, have you um, had any removed? And I said, no. And they were like, well, we definitely need to do a full body skin check on you. So I would get full body skin checks. Um, they had to remove quite a bit of moles off my back mostly. Um, each time I went, they would find more and more and they would come back um, mild on the scale, you know, so Precancerous, not melanoma, but you know, it can definitely turn into melanoma. And so that's something that I was very, very cautious of and very scared of. Um, it really just blew my mind that I never thought about it until I went to the dermatologist and they asked me. And by this time, you know, I was 23 or something. So, um, and I told them, you know, I, I tanned in beds all my life. I've laid out, you know, um, I have a tanning membership. I had one at the time and she said, you know, go cancel that immediately. Just go cancel your tanning membership now. And I took her advice. I went straight over to my tanning, um, tanning place and I told them and they're saying, sorry, you can't get out of the contract. I said, well, you know, <laughs> 
uh, I'm having moles taken off of my skin because of this. So they canceled me, of course. <laughs> but um, it was a huge scare for me. Um, you know, since then, I have had 30, about over 30 moles taken off um, my back, my stomach, even the bottom of my feet. And um, there's a scale of skin cancerous moles. And um, to look at that, you know, and just know where your moles might be is, is very helpful. Um, using the scale just to kind of look. People with fairer skin are definitely more susceptible to getting more moles, and then those can turn into skin cancer. Um, you know, but people with dark skin can still get skin cancer. You know, it's not, it doesn't discriminate, but, you know, um, I, I think it's, it's crazy to think that more people develop skin cancer because of tanning than lung cancer from smoking. And that just blew my mind when I learned that. Um, I think that it's something that everyone should kind of take in con into consideration when they're laying out all the time, especially in California, you know, when it's pretty sunny year round and, um, we like to go out to the beach and to the pool and we like to lay out, um, <clears throat> making sure that we use our sunscreen, you know, and, um, I definitely don't lay out in the sun anymore. And when I do go out with my friends to the beach or the pool, I use an umbrella and I use um, <clears throat> 50 um, sunscreen. So just a helpful tip there if you're a little worried about it. Definitely go to your dermatologist and get a, a skin check if you have moles or you're um, worried about a certain mole or um, you know a spot on your skin that maybe is, you know, shaped differently than the others or has some pigment inside of it, like black spots or darker spots. So that's definitely something to, um, to worry about for everyone, I think, especially in California. <clears throat> um, so anyways, I would use the bottle tans a lot and I, I just cannot find you know, the best method for that. Um, I liked, a, I liked the way a lot of them looked on me, uh, the color, color wise, but I don't think that it's very easy. It's not an easy process. You know, you have to make sure to get every part of your body and it's hard to get the backsides. You know, you have to have someone to help you. Um, they don't look as good as a person doing your tan. You know, so I was having a hard time with that, um, and it's just, the process is just kind of tedious, but I thought, you know, 2016, uh, the summer, I thought, you know, I'll buy a spray tanning gun and spray myself. You know, it'll be much easier. I can spray myself. I won't have to worry about buying the self-tanner in the bottles. I don't lay out. I don't go to the tanning bed anymore, so... Um, at first it was just to spray myself and my friends possibly, but, um, I took that step, you know, I thought I'll get this and try to kind of learn on my own. And so I took the jump, you know, and I, I just did it. I bought a, um, the, the whole set, the spray tanning gun, it came with some solutions, um, and it came with some extra guns 
and all of that stuff. So, you know, it was about oh, a little over 500 for all of it. And what I did was I researched a lot before I bought this specific gun. Um, I went online and I looked at all the different options for spray tanning guns. Um, there's so many out there and I think that looking at reviews and, and asking people, you know, ask people who also spray tan, you know, what they use, what are the pros and cons of the different guns um, is a huge um, help to me. I did a lot of research and I ended up with a Maxi Mist. Um, it's a Maxi Mist um, Allure Xena and it's a really good gun. It's lightweight. Um, it has not failed on me at all. I've been doing this over almost two years now. So, so far it's, it's really, it's really a good gun. Um, the solutions that came with it were actually not what I'm using now. The solutions that came with it, I don't even remember the brand, honestly, and they would not dry. And so everyone that I would spray, I remember spraying my friends and my sister and they would just not dry. They were not quick drying. Um, the color looked good, but then it was just a mess. It, it just got everywhere. And so I decided to switch and also did a lot of research to find um, the best sunless solutions for uh, my spray tanning business. And um, I did a lot of research and I found Norvell. Um, Norvell Sunless Solutions and I've been using Norvell for um, a year and a half now and I love it. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely the best color that I've seen, especially the Venetian blends. They have um, violet undertones in them and that counteracts the gold, uh, the orange in that people are very scared of. That's number one fear for people I think is, is turning orange and so um, the violet undertones really help with that, especially with fair skin. So I really do love those blends by Norvell. Um, I did definitely, um, choose a good brand and I think that I've been, um, lucky to find, found that after my first initial solutions. Um, so anyways, I want to kind of go into, what happened when I began the business and started to market to strangers rather than just friends and family. Um, what I did is started to spray everyone around me, all my friends, my roommates, um, everyone. And of course, for free, I was still new. I was practicing. Um, I was messing up, you know, and I think that failing is just part of it. Failing in a business is, you know, inevitable. I think in the beginning, a lot of times we, we fail, um, but it just makes us stronger and it, it, you know, teaches us the lessons that we need to learn in order to grow um, and get better and become a legit business. So anyways, I started to tell people to tell other people. And that's where I think a lot of the business, you know, a lot of my, my clientele came from is referrals, you know, making sure to tell people to tell their friends and their family and their coworkers, because 
That is word of mouth. And I think that for every person who loves their spray tan, they're going to go tell 10 others, you know? And so they're going to go tell their friends and family, especially when they see them and they're going to say, oh my God, you look so good. Your tan looks amazing. Where did you get it? And then, you know, word of mouth is, is very strong. Um, a lot of my clientele is referrals. Um, I do deals for referrals. So that's one good thing that I think um, a business needs is, is, of course, doing deals, especially in the beauty business. You know, you have to give a lot to receive. Um, you need to give away things and, and, you know, give discounts, let them try it. Um, they'll be back if they love it, if they love the product and they love your brand and they love you as a person. Um, so referrals is huge. Um, social media, that's one really, 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 really huge monster that everyone needs in their business. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that, but once you get on social media, it has to stay consistent. Um, a lot of people, they start to market themselves or their brand, and then you never see it again. So that's one thing I try to do is almost every day, um, if not every day, every other, but mostly every day, I try to post something um, on my Instagram story, and that shares to the Facebook page um, you know, and always keeping people in the loop, you know, and if they see your brand and they see your business and your products daily, it reminds them of you, um, posting deals and making it like flash, making it look really good and stand out from the rest. Um, educating them on your social media is, huge, um, especially with, with spray tanning, you know, because a lot of people don't know how it works. They don't know what it entails. They don't want to look orange. You know, they might think it's too expensive to do. They don't know the risks of laying out in the sun. They don't know the risks of tanning beds. So that's one huge thing that I think for me, um, in a spray tanning business is to educate the, the clients and, and when you're marketing, um, that way they know, you know, how spray handing works and what, what it is. So that's one big thing in social media. Another thing is don't just sit around and wait for your clients. You have to get out. And that's one thing I've learned the hard way is you can't just lay on the couch and wait for your clients to knock on your door. That's one huge thing for me that I've that I've been doing in the last six months is getting out there. Um, I recently went to the Power Up event um, in Irvine, and that was sponsored by Sephora, Locale Magazine, Yelp, um, a bunch of other brands, and handed out all of my cards to everyone. Um, <clears throat> I... I think getting out and being face-to-face -face with your market is huge. Um, I went into the amazing, amazing Lash Studio, a couple of those, um, hair studios, um, you know, different events. I went to an Arbonne event, uh, which is skincare nutrition and handed cards out there. Um, just anywhere that you can go where your 
market is going to be. You know, for me, it's more um, women mostly. I do spray tan guys too, but um, mostly women. And my age group is, you know, early 20s all the way up to 60 right now. So I have a wide range of clientele in different ages. And so I think that that is one huge, huge step that people miss um, when promoting their business is you cannot just be lazy about it. You have to go out and you have to promote it yourself in person. And so that's one big thing that I've been doing lately um, and recently put my flyers at Club Pilates. So that's that's really been helping a lot. Um, <clears throat> and Yelp. Oh my gosh, Yelp helps so much um, to mark it on Yelp because people are going on there and they're looking at reviews. If you have a lot of good reviews on there, then people will call you for your services. Um, I recently went to a couple's house and spray tend them and they were like, people are ranting and raving about you on Yelp. So we, you know, that's what got us to call your business. And so that was, that's huge, I think, is getting those reviews in. So when someone says, oh my God, I love it. Thank you so much. You know, tell them, don't hesitate to leave me a good Yelp review. That really helps my business um, grow. So I try to tell all of my clients to leave reviews as well. Um, another subject too for me is, is the financial aspect of it. <clears throat> Putting money into your business is going to be key. You know, I put money into my marketing, business cards, flyers, um, social media. Putting money onto social media is huge. Um, Yelp. Um, you know, buying all of the products too that you need and having a variety of options, um, especially with spray tanning. You know, having so many options has definitely helped my clientele um, widen. And so my audience can have any skin tone, um, you know, and any issue and say, Hey, I want to be natural. I want to not look super dark, or I want to be super dark for my vacation, you know, and you have, you know, you'll have light, medium, dark, double dark, blackout, all these different varieties for your clients to choose from because it needs to be a custom um, experience for them. So that's one huge thing for me um, is making it custom. And another piece to the puzzle is definitely customer service. And so for me, it's easy. I've worked in customer service all of my life. Um, I worked at Ulta Beauty. And so I was doing makeup demos and selling fragrance and makeup and um, working directly with clients and providing them a service. So um, that was huge. You know, being a waitress really helped a lot. Um, also being a manager um, at Massage Envy for many years, you know, customer service is huge. And so I think just relating with your clients and really just making them feel very comfortable, um, especially in the beauty industry, I think, you know, lashes, waxing, um, spray tanning, makeup, you're going to be spending a good chunk of time with your client. And so really being a talker um, has been something that I've uh, learned is very helpful. 
you know, getting to know your clients on a personal level, asking them, you know, what they're doing, what's the event, ask about family, um, get to really know them because also they're going to be a return clientele. You know, getting them to book on a regular basis is going to be your bread and butter. You know, now I have so many regulars that come every week um, and that I spray every week. So those people, you know, I've built a relationship with them and built rapport and um, they need to love you and, and your personality. And I think the service you provide to them needs to be, you know, just high class and um, 100% all the time. So that's definitely a puzzle piece that you cannot miss um, is customer service. Um, so basically, you need to make sure that you get out. You don't just sit inside and wait for your customers. Um, you market on social media. Get out there. Get on social media. Stay consistent. Um, learn your business from the ins and outs of the business. Research, ask questions, practice on friends and family, use guinea pigs, um, take classes, courses, read up on it, watch videos, go on YouTube. Um, I can't tell you how many hours I spent on YouTube just <laughs> watching videos of spray tanning and different techniques um, that I've learned. And um, that's definitely helped me um, perfect my craft, um, and educating people, you know, it's, it's huge to educate your clientele and your market. And so those are definitely all my puzzles, my puzzle pieces, um, into keeping your business alive and promoting your business and making sure that you relate to your customers. And I definitely do just having pale skin and growing up tanning and, um, you know, wanting to be tan and wanting to feel better about myself and taking care of my skin is huge. And so all of those things, you know, really helped me start my spray tanning business and, uh, promote it. So those are a couple tips, um, quick tips from me on how to start your spray tanning business or any, uh, business in the beauty industry. Um, I will be having guests on my podcast that um, start their own businesses or have started their own um, beauty businesses. So lashes, estheticians, um, hair uh, stylists. So many guests coming soon. So stay tuned and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to head over to at Bellybone Podcast on Instagram. Shoot me some DMs, give me some questions and comments and feedback, as well as stay tuned for next week. We're going to have a special guest on my episode and a different topic. Thanks for listening.